0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another Win Daily Sports show. My name is Michael Raziel. I got my man, Sia Najat, and we are talking week 13 NFL betting lines against the spread. Sia, how you doing today, buddy?
1: I'm good, man. I, we had Wednesday night football. That was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little discouraged about, you know, the optics in terms of, you know, when we see a box score, what we think happened versus what, you know, actually happened and sort of the deficits the Ravens were playing with in terms of personnel. So, you know, I I wish things had gone a little bit better, sort of wish RG3 hadn't, you know, hurt his hamstring. Mm. But, um, you know, here we are. I I thought the Ravens put up a good fight. I mean, Mm -hmm. just taking it away from the RG3 part, I thought they put up a good fight, but I'm excited for, uh, the rest of the weekend for football, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. That was technically the end of week 12 um, for everybody out there. Hopefully you didn't have too many fantasy matchups on the hook there. Cause that I saw some uh, people in the expert discord chat. We have for you olds out there. As Sia's like to say, it's a instant messenger for sports. All right. Uh, So make sure to join us. Wind backslash chat. You can instant message about sports. Um, So that's always fun, but no, it's uh, it was awesome. I watched, it was pretty sweet, just kind of 3.30, got out of my office, opened up my laptop, started watching football. So definitely not angry about it. It was fun. It was interesting. But that was the end of week 12, and we are on to week 13. Um, oh, no, Casey's already in the chat. Casey, we'll get to you in one second. I promise <laughs> I will do that. Uh, it was fun. It was interesting. We had a lot of people have some money on the line that game. And technically, C and I talked about that game a week ago today. We both had the Ravens covering six, the line moved to 10 and the Ravens still covered six. So I'm not angry about it. So tip of the cap to you and I, but there are some fun games that I do want to talk about from last week in particular. See, I'm going to, I'm going to cast this out. I'm going to cast this out. I'm going to see if I can get you on the hook again. Oh, I think I got you. See, I got you on the hook again. The Raiders pick them to minus three. See ya. Tell me, can you, can you remind everybody how, how confident you were in that Raiders pick this past Sunday
1: I was confident enough to on my my serious thing that I do the serious XM I'm talking about where I pick three games and three games to stack in DFS I led that segment by the way you can find that on demand just if you have serious XM just type in my name or type in Win Daily and you will find um, a clip I do every single week for 3 to 4 minutes on on those things but I led that clip with the Raiders and 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 by the way I I knew that there was something amiss especially with the line opening Mm -hmm. at at Pickham, like that didn't make any sense. But I just part of me was just like, listen, this team just still hasn't gotten the respect that they deserve. So I I was just kind of thinking the lines makers haven't vaulted Vegas into that upper class of AFC territory. And, you know, clearly maybe they're not deserving of that upper class. But at the time, it seemed like once you get past the Kansas City Chiefs and, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers, it just seemed like, you know, the Raiders were right there. I mean, they were right there with Kansas City two weeks ago. Absolutely, uh, West Coast team traveling to the East Coast, playing a one o'clock game, coming off a tough loss. I mean, all all mm-hmm. the all the factors were there to be yes. like, yeah, hey, you probably shouldn't touch that one.
0: There, there yeah. were uh, there were very big red flashing lights. There were <laughs> there were flags, there were signs along your trip to taking this bet, and you
1: still said, you know what, I'm going to go to the beach today. I think it's still a good day. So in a, and let me just quote myself real quick from the Sirius XM uh, on demand clip that I did, you know, when, like leading with that Vegas Raiders game. I literally laid out. I said, it's a West Coast team coming off a tough loss, traveling to the East Coast for a one o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. And you know what I said after that? I literally said, you can go back and find it if you want. I said, don't worry about that. The Raiders are going to cover this. spread." I literally just like I, I was just like. Yeah, do, all that stuff I just said. You know, just ignore it, and the Raiders are going to cover three. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes you just you it happens, PPL.
0: man. We all we all have bad beats, as we as I already said, we were both on the Ravens, we were both on the Washington Football Club, so that was pretty nice. We were kind of on the Lions too, that didn't work out as well, but still, I think we had some pretty good dogs this past week. Well, we got-
1: also, uh, honestly, during the time of our of our of our show last Wednesday, I think our favorite one collectively was San Francisco. Oh, so, yep, I mean, like, we hit on oh, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. We did
0: great. The San Francisco one, I called it even. I said, I'm pretty confident this is the spot the, the 49ers win the game. And, you know, mm-hmm. as seven point dogs, like just take the seven points. But they ended up actually winning the game on a last second field goal. Hey, man, we had a lot of right calls, but. I, I told you, I asked you during the show, I was like, are you sure you want to take this like this? This is red flags. I think they're going to hook you. And they did. And I'm glad we can have a little bit of fun with it. So and that is what we're here to do. We're here to entertain. We're here to make you some money. Don't worry. That's what kind of sets us apart from some of the other guys. They entertain you. They don't make you any fucking money. We're at least going to try and do that for you. Excuse my language. but Don't worry. We'll get to the ball shaving later. Um, so, yeah, we are here to talk week 13. Oh, I also want to say the other fish hook game they did not get us. We called the Patriots winning that game over the Cardinals. We both had that one as well, so I'm very grateful. But we have some fun games now. No Thursday night game this week, obviously, because we just had Wednesday night football. The Thursday night game was actually the Ravens Cowboys if I'm not mistaken, and that is now moved to Tuesday. Uh so so there's going to be some scheduling shenanigans to get around, but it's still fun, it's still interesting, it's still the NFL, and we are still here. Uh Casey, as I promised, we will get to you. I had a prop bet as to, oh, well, that's not very nice. Will RG3 make it through the whole game at QB for the Ravens? Easiest $20 I ever made. Now, Casey, why are you going to be like that? You know he's our friend. You know, Sia interviewed him here on the Win Daily Sports Show. Go check it out if you haven't already watched it. But why you got to be like that, man? Sia, do you have well, anything to say to your former well, friend, Casey?
1: Well, Casey's a Browns fan, so I don't know no, how no. he feels about RG3 being with the Browns. Although... During that stretch where they were kind of like winless for like 20 games or so, it was actually RG3 who won the the one yep. game that they won during that stretch. So uh, if anything, um, I think Casey should be thankful.
0: Yes cool absolutely. Am I i completely agree (laughs) so um make sure to let's get a little housekeeping i already said it once windailysports.com backslash chat you get seven free days in our instant messaging sports chat where we help you with bets we help you with fantasy we help you with dfs so make sure to do that make sure to follow him at c and ajad me at michael Brazil one us at Win daily sports and let's get this show on the road. So as I said, no Thursday game. So we're going to jump right into the Sunday main slate. The first game I'm seeing here, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Minnesota Vikings at home, favored by nine points over under started at 50. It is now 51 and a half that that line has moved a little bit. Everybody's on the under and everybody is on the Vikings between nine and 10, 10 and a half, depending on your book. See, talk to me a little bit about the Jags and the Vikings.
1: Well, I got to tell you, I am very, very conflicted here. Is it jaguars or jaguars?
0: Uh, jaguars,
1: I think, because I, I feel British... like you just said jaguars. I think a lot of people say jaguars, but it's it's jaguars. jaguars? Is Let's it go with jag. Jaganoff, right? Just, it's the jags. <laughs> ja, I mean, the jags are just a bunch of jags at the end of the day. Hey, but, uh, listen. Notwithstanding the the jagness of the jags, ten is way too many points. Ends like, a lot of points. Do, what are we doing here? Like, I mean, here's the thing. Dalvin Cook appears to be healthy so but honestly I I don't know that Dalvin Cook's one of those guys that you know he can get injured at any moment and so he already has kind of a a weird ankle issue going on so when he actually tests it in the middle of a game I question whether or not he's going to last the whole game Um, they are sort of still fighting for a playoff spot though so they're definitely going to max him out like they always do Um, Thielen is healthy Still, I mean, Glennon played well enough. The Vikings mm-hmm. defense isn't really going to put that much pressure on him. DJ Shark, I think he is healthy as well. Should Conley, be. I believe, had a limited practice as well. So, and James Robinson's really good. I mean, we say it every week about mm-hmm. James Robinson, particularly on our XM show. Like, this guy is just getting 25, 28 touches a game, and he's just dominating. Well, he's not dominating, but every other week he's putting up a crazy good mm-hmm. DraftKings or FanDuel number for you. So, I think 10 is is honestly i would have taken it at 9 too uh, there's no chance i would take the vikings here Zero yeah
0: I, it's it's really interesting kind of to see how this Right. Like we've seen the Jags, they've opened as double digit dogs. Like the last couple of weeks, we saw it against the Steelers. The Steelers ended up covering that game. But I think the last couple of times, I mean, not double digits against the Browns, but it was a touchdown. They covered that game while it was late. They still covered it. a little bit of a backdoor there. A couple of weeks ago as well, there was a big spread. They end up covering that game. And that's with Jake Luton as their quarterback. Now, Mike Glennon, I don't know how much better or worse he is. But again, they're they're weirdly capable. Um They have covered so many of their spreads this year. It's actually impressive at this point. They still only have that one win. It came week one and everybody got booted out of their survival pools because of it, which I think is awesome. So shout out to the Jags for being Jags on that one. But yeah, 10, especially now at 10, it seems like a little too much. Now that number was bet up, obviously. So as I said, about 80, over 80% of the money is coming in on the Vikings at nine, um, between minus nine and minus 10, 10 and a half, depending on your book. So it's it just seems like too many to me. And it, honestly, this actually seems like kind of a fun little DFS matchup too. Are you yeah. looking at anything in terms of that?
1: Yeah, probably. This would be, I mean, as much as I like the Jags to cover the spread, I mean, this this would be an interesting stack if you had James Robinson on one side and maybe you fade Dalvin Cook because you suspect maybe there's an injury issue or frankly, Dalvin wasn't that good last week when he was supposed to be against the Carolina defense. So you could throw Kirk Cousins. I mean, that sounds weird, right? But Kirk Cousins and, and probably Adam Thielen in a stack with James Robinson. Honestly, for this one, though, I'd probably just instead of, quote, stacking and, and, and including a quarterback, I'd probably just take shares of each side, like mm-hmm. a Justin Jefferson and a Thielen and a James Robinson and then stack a different game. But, yeah, I I think this is I'm not looking at the total right now. What is it here?
0: Uh, Fifty one and a half.
1: That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, anything 50 or above is certainly um, game on from a DFS standpoint. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is potentially an exciting game, actually.
0: Yeah, right. Like kind of fun. I mean, I don't really think I mean, with the Vikings losing to the Cowboys as they did last week, maybe that's why they're getting the bump, as we said. I mean, losing to the Cowboys. I I don't know, man. It's just such a weird, weird line to me. Maybe it's one we don't want to take. But uh, if I did have a lean, absolutely. It's the Jags plus 10. And maybe maybe I'm the fish. See, maybe they got me. Son of a bitch. I think they got me. Oh, well, you can have my money, Vegas. It's fine. I have sticks on my side. Anything's possible with sticks on my side. All right. Let us move on. This is another weird, weird game. We have the Browns and the Titans in Tennessee. Tennessee minus six to the Browns. Over under started at 54. It's come down to 52 and a half. All right. So the Titans. They get beat up by the Colts. We both think the Titans win that game. The Colts end up winning by over two scores. They then go beat the Ravens, who we now can all agree. Yeah, maybe we just watched them today. We know that wasn't their whole team, but before that, they were six and four. So they really weren't the Ravens that we thought. They then go beat the shit out of the Colts. And now they get the Browns. The Browns, one of the best running offenses, one of the best solid defense. Miles Garrett will be coming back they're almost a touchdown favorite against the Browns. I literally, so the, the 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 game that I've been playing with you is every time the Ravens lose, I ask you who your top three is in the AFC. I did the same with Sticks on our recap show on the podcast. He said that he thinks the Browns might legitimately be the third best team in the AFC because we have absolutely no idea who the hell is what's going on in the AFC. Now, I don't think so. But do you think Titans, the Titans are six
1: points better than the Browns? No, probably not. I'm surprised this line isn't closer to like four or four and a half. Four seems like a perfect number for this game. And if it was four, I'd be like, I'm staying away from this one. The the problem with the Browns is Baker Mayfield, to me. Isn't very good. No, I mean, he's, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we can talk about that one throw that he missed with like, you know, his receiver literally, like no, like they consciously decided like, hey, we're just not going to cover this guy. And he was wide open in the end zone. Baker Mayfield had plenty of time to throw to him and he missed him. Like he's like, it was like he'd never thrown a football before. So, with that said, like, I, I but six is too many points. Let, mm-hmm. let me just keep it short. Six is too many points. The Titans will will be able to move the ball on them through the air and on the ground. But I mean, as bad as Baker is, I mean, Chubb and Kareem Hunt alone should get you to the cover. Mm-hmm. That's especially that, against the Titans defense. Yep. Titans
0: defense is not very good. I think I, the one thing I will say about this game. So, A lot of money is coming in on the Titans right now. Uh, Over 60% of the bets, over 80% of the money is coming in on the Titans. At minus six, the line hasn't moved. The over-under has gone down a little bit, and I can understand that because if this isn't the quintessential run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, punt the ball type of game, I don't know what the hell is, right? Like don't let Baker Mayfield throw the ball. Perfect. You have two incredible all pro running backs. Great. Give them the ball. Oh, Derek Henry. Yeah. Let me check the time. It's December. There you go. Don't let Ryan Tannehill throw the ball. So I think the under makes a lot of sense here. Um, which is interesting why it was so high at 54, but 80% of the money and the lines, not moving at all. I'm curious to see what happens to it, but I got to agree with you. Browns plus six. It just sounds, sounds too interesting. Now we do have a Browns fan in the chat. So we always appreciate Casey. Well, first we have Austin. Austin says Titans by 10, easy money. All right, Austin. I like that. I will take the Browns plus 10. I appreciate you. Um, We have Casey. No way. The Browns are the third best team in the AFC now, who the hell is honestly like who who is the third best team in the AFC? It doesn't make any sense. Are you going to say the Titans? We saw them get shellacked. They almost freaking lost to the Texans, who we know are dog trash. Like, like it's just so confusing. What do you got here?
1: So, I was going to say, I think the answer is, and we have to assume like health of teams. Like the part of the reason wait, wait, the Colts got I want to.
0: I want to. I want to specify health versus COVID, right? Like if you're not healthy, like that's, that is what it is. But if you have a player like the Ravens, we know that's not quite the Ravens team that we saw on the field earlier today. So COVID health and regular health. I just want to just make sure that we're just specifying that a little
1: bit. Well, yeah, I'm talking about regular health, but, but the Colts, for example, have guys that are coming back within a week or two. Like they had, they they had two guys, their best guys on their defensive line, if not three out last week, which is exactly why Derrick Henry was able to run. Like it was running through like paper mache. So I actually think the Colts as much as I hate Philip Rivers, I think he's a bad quarterback. I think Frank Reich, who is a very good coach, has put him in a good position to like hit Pittman and even like your TY Hilton's or what have you Pascal. They and they have the running game and they have the offensive line. They're probably at at full health, which they will be in in a week or two. I think that's probably the third best team. Honestly, let's put it this way. If on a neutral field the Colts were playing the Browns, the Colts are favored in that game, legitimately favored in that game by five and a half, six points, in my opinion, on a neutral field. Didn't we already see the Colts and the Browns play this year? I I don't recall, but I'm saying yeah. right, right now, as they okay. are constituted, I, I, that's what I think the line would right
0: be. Right now. All right, because I'm pretty confident. It was only a couple weeks ago that we said that, and you're like, I'm going with the Browns because I'm going with the better quarterback. And Baker Mayfield, while well, isn't a good quarterback, still better than Phillip Rivers, that might be an exact quote from you. So we might right. have to go back in the past, but I agree. I understand. Right now, as constituted, and I and again, just going back to the point I was trying to make, all those guys that missed time, they were all COVID related, if I'm not mistaken. Everybody but Bobby Okariki on the uh, the the linebacker for uh, the the Colts, the, their whole defensive line was gone because of COVID. So, right. again, it, it makes it more difficult to understand. But at the same time, I think it's uh, it is frustrating. And oh, why? Thank you, Casey. Yes, the Browns won by nine. The line was Cleveland plus three. So. Plus three, plus five, I mean, it's a little bit, but I understand where you're coming from.
1: And, and for the record, I'm not even saying Rivers is that much of a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I Honestly, I'd probably put them in the same sort of like tier. But the, the difference is... Frank Reich is getting the best out of a bad Philip Rivers right now. And I can't say the same in terms of what Stefanski is doing with Baker Mayfield. In Stefanski's case, he hasn't even needed to lean on Baker Mayfield because like Casey has said in the chat, they've played crap teams. Their their entire schedule is like kind of a joke relative to other teams. And so they're just leaning on who they need to lean on, which is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb.
0: Hey, man, you play your schedule. Don't uh, apologize for it and go out, win nine games. So Cleveland can have their first winning season in like 15 years, man. I am a hundred percent for it. I love the Browns. The Muni lot is the place to party is the place to go. I guess when we're allowed to go to those places, uh, moving on NFC North battle, you got to love these, the lions and the bears bears minus three, 70% of the money is coming in on the lions plus three. We have the over under set at 44 and a half. So this is going to be a fun game and, three quarters of the money's coming in on the under. So that's always fun. And it looks like Mitchell Trubisky is going to be the starting quarterback again of those
1: Chicago bears. Talk to me. See ya bears minus three. I mean, these are, these are two really bad teams, but yeah, I'm going to take the better defense here. I think, I don't think Mitch Trubisky really needs to do much. I think having a game under his legs at this point is probably going to help him. He'll probably look a little bit better, which isn't saying much, but You know, Galladay, he didn't practice today from what I recall, right? I'm just assuming
0: he's out the rest of the year at this point. Yeah, I
1: don't don't think he's playing. And so give me the defense here. I'll take the Bears minus three.
0: Yeah, I think DeAndre Swift will be back. He was almost back for that Thanksgiving game. So now coming back, you know, um, this was funny. I think this was our week one uh, matchup and Sticks was all over this game. He loved it for uh you know a game stack really for the Bears on one side and then um you know running it back, I think with Galladay or Hawkinson on the other. I think Montgomery did well. I think Allen Robinson did well. Uh I mean it's it's gonna be fun, man. I'm kind of uh I'm kinda in on, on that. So we'll see what happens. I don't want anything to do with this game. If I was to lean on it, probably Lions plus three, only because I think the Bears are that incompetent, but like I'm I'm not putting my money on this game. Two bad teams. I mean, What's our f- friend Tipton say? Don't put good money on bad teams. Both these teams are bad. I don't want any of my money in there in this game.
1: Yeah, and I, honestly, when you get two bad teams, by the way, Tipton uh, texted me today. He wants to come on the show. Oh, well, I invited him, actually. He didn't just like randomly well, solicit uh, coming on the show. But You could do that um, too, man. That's fine with me. No, but, hey, but either mind. way, um, he, he, um, he I kind of like sort of scheduled with him maybe sometime in the next two weeks awesome. for him to come back on. Can't wait. At eight eleven 11 go find him, everybody. Exactly, he's awesome. Um yeah, I, I agree, but sometimes when you get two bad teams, you you do find an edge somewhere. but one thing to keep in mind is Matt Patricia's gone now. And, and mm. I don't know in, in you know, I think in like the NBA, it's easier to get like a you know a bump from that in the NFL, it's a little bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if you could really lean one way or the other, but this line might be plus three in part because of the, like that upheaval. Like maybe the true yep. line here is two and a half or two, but because Matt Patricia's gone and we don't really know what's going on. Um, maybe it's three now you get a key number at least, but no, I I would pick the bears. I'm
0: definitely, definitely interested in the game. I think it will be something, but, um, I don't know. Not, not trying to put too much money on this game. It scares me a little bit. Let us move on. We have the Raiders and the Jets. They're coming for you again. See so yeah, the Raiders traveling east for a one o'clock game. I'll let you go through all the red flags. Don't worry. Uh the game started at minus eight. It's now down to minus seven and a half to the Raiders. Over under started at 48. It's now down to 46 and a half, 47, depending on your book. And just about everybody, about 70, 75% of the money is coming in on the under. Relatively split in terms of the spread. So I'm interested that the game line has already moved a point or half a point, uh, with uh, relatively split money. Uh talk to me, Sia. Raiders, so, I mean raiders <laughs> seven and a half now, right? Like, come on.
1: You know what I'm gonna suggest for this particular game, right? Oh, your damn teases again. Already it's showing. I mean, this is perfect though. Well, like, I mean, let's like if it's seven and a half, you do a seven point tease, you find something else that we'll find later on in the show. I don't see a scenario where the Jets win this game. I mean, let's start there. If Flacco was playing, that would be a different analysis. Like just like the Fitzpatrick Tua thing, like I think in my opinion, it's pretty obvious that Fitzpatrick gives the Dolphins a better chance to beat particularly good teams. Mm-hmm. And I think the same is true for Flacco and Donald. I'm not saying Flacco is a better quarterback than Donald, but Donald is is like a shot fighter right now. It's and if so he, sad, yeah. If he, but but you know, he can come back from that. Maybe a different team or a different coach. He's still young, has plenty of potential, but with Sam Donald in here and Raiders coming off such a bad loss. Now they stayed on the East coast from what I understand. So ah. the travel thing is not going to be an issue like it may have been last week. So I, I mean, I, I still like the Raiders at eight even, and, and don't forget Lamichael Michael P Ryan is out. So it's, <laughs> It's the Frank Gore show.
0: (laughs) Michael Piran is out. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. Make sure you know, Michael Ryan is out. That changes. I know I'm kidding, but like, come on. (laughs) I'm only
1: saying that because it's like Frank Gore is the starting running back for this team. I mean, that just gives you an uh, an idea of where the talent level is, but I I would take the Raiders minus eight, but, but I particularly like this in like a money line parlay with one other team or a tease.
0: I love it. I love it. CSTs. We should, can you trademark that one too for me? If you don't mind, yeah, no uh, we get one I'm every do week. I'm do it right now. No, no one ever takes it. I don't think, but sometimes you're right. So, Hey, look at that. Maybe we should start paying attention some more. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I really hope the Raiders cover this. I mean, the jets are so incompetent. I feel bad for Sam Darnold. Honestly, obviously being a giants fan, I actually wanted Sam Darnold over Saquon. I don't know who's in a better situation right now. The giants with Dan, Danny, Danny Nichols, who we'll get to in a little bit or Sam Darnold and the jets. I think it's kind of, it's kind of funny how it's just consensus that Sam Darnold's just going to go to Pittsburgh, sit behind Ben Roethlisberger for the next couple of years and then start as the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. So we'll see if that happens, but do me one better. Trade him to the friggin' Patriots for like a fourth round pick and then just watch him poop all over the Jets for the next 10 years. I would honestly, I'd be in for that. I think that'd be hysterical. But yeah, I say Raiders have to win this game. It, there is some reverse line movement, so something to pay attention to. But
1: 8.7 and
0: a half? Come on, man. They should win.
1: The, by the way, the Sam Darnold to, you, you were talking about Darnold to the Patriots, right? Yeah, I think that would be hysterical. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, and if they just go on like another like ten mm-hmm. or fifteen or twenty year run, that would be like so perfect. It um, would be so Jets. One thing we we didn't bring up it's kind of an important piece for the Raiders. Like Josh Jacobs does have that shoulder injury, yes. this, uh, ankle injury. Excuse me, mm-hmm. it was shoulder injury last time he was hurt. So um, keep that in mind. He might not play. I don't. I don't know that that really affects me too much i mean Devontae booker seems like a decent repl- yeah. an adequate replacement against the jets defense but that's something to keep an eye on that might be driving why this line um went from eight to seven and a half because obviously he's a pretty big piece he lets Derek Carr establish the play action and hit guys like nelson aguilar deep and darren waller and stuff like that
0: absolutely yeah I, I, that is a good piece i do appreciate you bringing that up i apologize to everybody for forgetting that but i i that still shouldn't affect this game too, too much. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, we have some people in the chat. I'm not going to bring it all up, but <laughs> we got some people in the chat. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, so keep keep that thing going. And S guy, S guy is here. We appreciate you, Joe. Thank you always for coming in and hanging out with us. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, Josh Jacobs. It is an ankle. I did say there's a, a chance he can play. I don't know. They don't really care about the spread as much as we do. So hopefully they're just thinking, let's get a win and let's get back to the West coast. See what happens. Mm -hmm. So maybe even if he does play, it's not too, too much anyway. Um, Let us move on. We have an NFC South matchup. We have the saints traveling to Atlanta from one Mercedes place to another. It is a December to remember. So I guess that makes sense. Game opened at minus three and a half to the saints. It's now down to minus three minus two and a half, depending on your book. Three quarters of the money is coming in on the Falcons over under set at 47 and a half. Here we go over under at 47 and a half, It's down to 44.5 and 70% of the money is coming in on the over. So we have some weird reverse line movement there. That is always fun to see, especially on a total. Let's start with this. Taysom Hill sucks <laughs> there. I said it. I don't know if anyone else was thinking it, but he is not a good quarterback, but only a couple weeks ago we saw this game and they pretty much just beat the piss out of the Falcons. Now the Falcons come back, they beat the hell out of the Raiders, the Saints win, but Taysom Hill threw for 77 yards, I think, um, against the Broncos team that he didn't really need to do anything, they just need to drain the clock, so I don't know how much we can do that, that, but two and a half, three points, let's say with three so we can get that key number, just make it a little more difficult, Uh, minus three to the Saints on the road, Taysom Hill is your quarterback, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, I like the Saints. I mean, I think we have to monitor the health of the Falcons receivers because I think Ridley and Julio Jones. I mean, obviously, Julio is the more more of the worry there. But I guess if they're playing, it would be a stay away for me. But if only one of those two guys is in, probably Ridley, then I would probably take the Saints here. they're indoor. That that should help. It's weird how they're running their offense, but but if we're being honest with like the last game, they weren't challenged by Denver. Yeah, they didn't, they really didn't have to, have to do yeah. anything. So I would like to think they'd get Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamar a little bit more involved because Kamar's been literally non-existent. And like literally non-existent. Yeah, it's like scary. There's no reason for him to be on the field at this point. Um With that said, you know, the Saints are in a really good position to lock up potentially a number one seed. And so I think they are going to have their foot on the gas in this one, and their defense has been playing so much better. The first, like, three or four weeks, everybody was playing bad, including Lattimore. Lattimore was, like, kind of a joke. He was getting beat everywhere, and now he's sort of found his game. And so I don't know the way Matt Ryan plays, especially against a defense with a pass rush, the guy just crumbles. I mean, he just – it's not a good look. So I think this could be – now, listen, the Falcons – with new coaching with Morris, like they look really good. It mm-hmm. seems like they're kind of inspired, but they're playing the Saints, and so Taysom Hill or not, that Saints defense I think is going to get after them. So give me give me the minus three.
0: I think I'm going to have to go with you on that one as well. I think Saints minus three, as you said, because they need to keep winning. Right? They're still they're nine and two. They started one and two, and then they went on to win eight games in a row. I don't I don't really see any reason to stop now. Yeah, the Falcons have been playing better, but I don't still don't think they're good. I think you know they're they're decent. They caught a Raiders team. I'll let you go over the red flags if you want, but they caught him in a really good spot and that's why they got to win that game, but I even though Taysom Hill does suck, I think they can find enough and maybe realize like, "Oh, we have the best receiver in the league coming out of our backfield. Maybe we should give him the ball occasionally too." I am a little bit worried about some of my season long teams, especially the one I was leaning on Josh Jacobs and Alvin Kamara in. That one's not doing so hot the last couple <laughs> weeks, so cross your fingers for me guys, but other than that, it is smooth sailing um all right so let's go one more and then we'll get to our fun little ad read we have the bangles and the dolphins line opens in miami minus 10 to the dolphins it's now up to 11 and a half we actually have 70 of the money coming in on the bangles granted 10 and a half is a huge number over under set at 42 We actually have some more of the money coming in on the over, but more bets are coming in on the under, which usually means that there's somebody big out there putting a lot of money on that over 42. So that should be fun. So we watched the Bengals play against the Giants. They were really bad. Uh, Almost won that game. Granted, (laughs) Daniel Dimes did, uh, he did get hurt. Uh, They did have like a pick, or I'm sorry, they had a um, kick return for a touchdown. So that was seven of their I don't know, like 16 points or whatever it was, but man, they look bad. I mean, they were literally the worst team in the league last year, then get a good quarterback. He's gone. Now they're onto a replacement quarterback. Who's bad? Is 11 and a half too much? Cause I don't know. I can see the dolphins winning this game by like three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, it's still the dolphins though. I mean, I, I think 11 and a half, this is a stay away just to be clear. But mm-hmm. if I have to pick somebody, I'm taking the 11 and a half. I,
0: I do just want to say, um, I think it's still going to be Fitzpatrick. Tua is right. getting better, but they haven't, I don't think, cleared it up. So when Tua is healthy, it sounds like he will be starting, but I think it's still Fitzpatrick. I don't know if that... Well,
1: it's it's funny because it. It, it makes a huge difference, by the way, because if it's Tua, I love the Bengals because he throws downfield like two yards downfield, three yards downfield at best. Mm-hmm. It's funny, though, because the, the quote today was there's optimism in the Dolphins organization that... Tua might be healthy enough to play this week. And I'm thinking to myself, there is not a single skill position player on the Dolphins that is optimistic about the prospect of Tua playing, particularly Devontae Parker and Mike Gusecki. So who, who I would like in fantasy, in DFS, I should say, if this is a Ryan Fitzpatrick-led Dolphins team. But if it's Tua, like pretty much bench everybody, including Gaskin, who's coming off IR, and we're not sure how much run he's going to get. Maybe we'll find out later in the week. But I think and a half is too much, particularly if it's Tua. If it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, it would be a stay away for me. But in terms of just like picking somebody, yeah, I, 11 and a half is a lot. And the Dolphins, have historically, at least this season, played down to their competition quite a bit.
0: They absolutely have. I do think uh, my fantasy teams appreciate Devontae Parker and Ryan Fitzpatrick hooking up because it's not, Parker gets looks from Tua, but it's just not the same as you said. I mean, Parker had what, like nine for like 120 last week in a touchdown. You're not going to see that stat line with two anytime soon. I don't think so. We'll see what happens there. But I also will not be betting on this game. Once that line gets too big. I know, man, like I would. Would you be surprised at all if this game's 28 to three in the fourth quarter? Absolutely not. But I also wouldn't be surprised if this game was 14 to 17 in the fourth quarter with the Dolphins only winning by three. So it's just one of those games where there's too much uncertainty. There's too many unknowns. I don't I don't really want to mess with that. I'm, I'm good and I think I'm gonna stay away also the under oh that looks kind of juicy That looks kind of juicy 42 and a half I don't I mean we just saw the Dolphins only score 20 against the Jets and the Jets <laughs> only score three points against the Dolphins so again like that's pretty easy hitting the under there but i mean, less too short to bet the under man
1: Why I actually like other? I just to be like just to give you the other side of that I like the over in this one I, I think with with Brandon Allen, who I'm assuming is going to start with having another week under his belt. I mean, we can't forget like his receiving course pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, I just think especially if they're down and the game script dictates like, hey, let's pass the second half. I think they will be able to move the ball through the air no matter who the quarterback is enough to get to hit the over in this game.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. And you know what else I like? Bow, um, bow, bow. Oh, wow. Oh, that wh- so what fancy. did you think? What did you think I was going to say? No, I knew you were going to say
1: that. I was just oh, trying okay. to play dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks, thanks for ruining it.
0: You're never dumb. Get out of here. You're so smart. And you know what? You're super smart. You even got your own Manscaped lawnmower 3.0 today. Now, I'm not going to ask you how it went because I'm excited for next week when you have your story. But as I told you yesterday, the show is now Windaily Sports, all of us. We are sponsored by Manscaped. We appreciate the hell out of them. Make sure to go to manscaped.com. Use promo code Windaily for 20% off your order and free shipping. Now, one thing I will say. They made it really difficult to put that promo code in, but gosh darn it, if you need any help, reach out to me directly at Michael Raziel One on Twitter or hop in our Discord chat, Michael period Raziel. I don't know why they made it difficult on us.
1: Wait, why is it hit- difficult?
0: It's, it's super confusing and it's going to be way too long to explain on here, but when you oh. get to the checkout, you have to like go through a process to put the promo code in. They have like another one already loaded in because it's Christmas, which is bullshit because mm-hmm. that doesn't make our numbers look good, but Manscaped, we still appreciate you and we thank you for everything that you do. For us. So as I told you yesterday, see it terrified of shaving my balls. Terrified. You know what I did today? It was so easy. Guess what I did today?
1: Oh, man, I kind of don't want to ask, but I have a feeling I don't really have a choice in this you matter. Don't. So what did you do today? I shaved my balls with my lawn, lawn mower 3.0.
0: Easiest thing I've ever done. Easiest thing I've ever done. They make it so, so simple. And I appreciate them. For that, because I mean, it, it's it's nice because there's a 90-minute timer, uh, you know, on the battery. And as I told you, I'm so scared that it took me a couple minutes to get through it. So I really do appreciate them for that. This that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 third generation trimmer. Features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents there were zero today zero everybody just in case you were curious uh thanks to the advanced skin safe technology pioneered just by our friends over at manscaped i already told you battery lasts up to 90 minutes i used most of it there i'm just gonna say (laughs) that i used most of it and thankfully i had all of those 90 minutes because i could hop into the shower after i was sweating so much because i was terrified but realized most of the way through, I had nothing to worry about. But it is waterproof, which is also nice. And they also have this sweet little LED light on there, which really makes makes seeing all that stuff that you don't really want to see, but you kind of have to, they light it all up for you. And we appreciate them for that. Let's not forget the charging stand. It is a USB charging stand. So anybody out there, no excuse, pop that bad boy into your work laptop, charge it up, and when you need to, you go do your thing. So if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it first hand for yourself like sea will soon enough he got his in the mail so i'm excited to hear his first experience with it not yet not yet but i'm excited for it so make sure to trim that junk of yours for the holiday season you never know what you're going to be getting for christmas or or hanukkah or whatever the heck you celebrate i just hope it's awesome i just <laughs> hope it's awesome get 20 off and free shipping with code win daily at manscaped.com again 20 off free shipping code WinDaily, manscape.com one more time for the people in the back that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use promo code windaily daily your balls
1: will thank you so so all you guys that are very active in the chat first of yep. all we we genuinely appreciate you um some yes. of these are some of my my friends from way back when including oh. austin who was austin was my friend since he's been like my best friend since first grade i never i that's never broke Boston. that news on the show but yeah. um Anyway, so all you guys in the chat, Josh, I know you just uh, just uh, messaged in the chat as well. Go go on there. And it sounds to me like you have to put WinDaily when you're at checkout. It's correct in, in the, the checkout.
0: Code. It's the promo is already in. It's like it says gift, but there's an X next to it. So if you click that X and then type in WinDaily, you get the exact same discount. And it just helps us out a lot, a lot, right. a lot, a lot. So yeah, that's we easy. Really why did you it.
1: why did you make that sound like it was complicated?
0: Because it you don't you you have to get all the way to checkout. Like it it looks like everything's pumped in, and you're like, where do I put this? What's going on? What's going on? And you have to click like you have to literally get to the part where you put in your credit card number, and that's where you can put in the promo code. They don't make it easy, but
1: it is so. So super, super, super quick before we get to this Colts and Texans game, I I do like we do kind of have like an announcement that I think probably Manscaped would want to know too. So our Spotify stats, our podcast stats, we are up 479% from a listenership standpoint, which is pretty incredible. So thanks to everybody who's listening right now who might not be listening live, but also obviously you people that are listening right now on the YouTube channel or on Twitter, like uh, we appreciate you very, very much. 479%, that, that sounds like a pretty big number, like... Right. Am
0: I- five fold. You're the math guy, but that's five fold, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a lot. And that honestly, see, ya? that doesn't even include all the incredible people watching us live or all the incredible people that go back to watch us again, just because they want to see our chemistry, because honestly it's undeniable at this point. So, um, you know, Hey, we appreciate each and every one of you out there. So please one last time, we appreciate the hell out of manscaped promo code WinDaily at manscaped.com free shipping 20% off. I love saying it. Your balls are going to thank you, people. It is just so much fun to say and not feel bad about it at all. So thank you very much to Manscape. Let's get going on. As you said, we're going to go to the Colts-Texans line. Opened minus three and a half to the Colts on the road. Road favorites. Interesting look. 52 is the over. That's come down a little bit. But see, ya, all the money, over 90% of the money is coming in on the Colts. And that line hasn't budged a bit. Three and a half to the Colts. Talk to me.
1: Well, first of all, I've already bet this game and I don't know why it's not reflected here, but I got it at two and a half. Like, Hmm. I don't know if it opened at two and a half or it dropped to two and a half, but I got it at two and a half even before, no, I got it at two and a half right when that Will Fuller news broke. So I don't think it had affected the line. And I was sort of banking on the fact that some of those Colts defensive linemen would be back. So I I don't know that for a fact in this moment that they're all going to be back, but without Will Fuller, I mean, three and a half, like now that they've added the hook, I love it where I got it at two and a half Um, with the hook here. I still like it because I just don't think the Texans are going to put up too much of a fight on defense and without Will Fuller. And now they don't have Kenny still. So it's basically just Brandon Cooks. You know, they don't have Randall Cobb, I believe, is injured as well. So I just, you know, it's like Akins. I mean, this is like we're starting to lean on and Duke Johnson hasn't been impressive I just don't know that Deshaun Watson can pull this off, especially if the defense is relatively healthy for the Colts. So I understand it seems like kind of a trap. It seems like kind of an easy one. Um, but yeah, I'd have, I already have the Colts at a much better number than this. But if you're asking me at three and a half, it looks like you can still get it at three at some places, not many. I'd still like it at three and a half. I, I would, I would love to take this on a money line play as opposed to, you know, obviously that's, not gonna be that's there's gonna be some juice involved there, but uh three and a half I would still take.
0: Such it's just such a weird line, right? We see we saw the Colts beat the Titans, or I'm sorry, they beat the Packers in very weird fashion. Probably should or should not have won that game, depending on who you bet on. Uh, and then they get shellacked by the Titans. But as you said, most of it was because they had a bunch of people out on defense and Derrick Henry's just a chuck stick walking. So it's just <laughs> weird, right? Like three and a half, th- this line, especially with Yes, Will Fuller out, uh, Bradley Roby, for whatever that means. I mean, he's a starting cornerback, so that just kind of tells you, well, who the hell's behind him more than anything. So, like, it's just one of those things, like, that's really weird that it's only three and a half, and honestly, it's three at some books. So, it's just, I don't know, man. Something to pay attention to. I'm going to stay away because the AFC South, uh, we always talk about divisional games and we joke about them sometimes, but I would say that's probably the weirdest division in terms of when they play each other, right? Like the Jags will beat the Colts six to nothing one year for no, no absolute reason with freaking Cody Kessler as their quarterback, right? Like <laughs> there's just so many weird frigging games in the AFC South. It's not like it's the AFC North where we just know they're just not going to score many points, right? Like we kind of all knew that game was under even at 41 today. It's just, it's just so weird. I'm never, I'm not going to touch this one. I'm um, glad you got the Colts at two and a half. Cause I would not be surprised if this game ends as a three point game at
1: yeah. End. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. I hear you.
0: Would not shock me in the least. Let's move to these four o'clock games still on Sunday. It's a nice full Sunday of games. We have the Rams. We have the Cardinals. And here it is. See, they're going to try and get you on the hook again. In Arizona, the Rams one point dogs. The line has moved all the way from minus one to the Cardinals to minus three to the Rams. That's with 64% of the bets, so 65% of the bets coming in on the Rams, but 60% of the money coming in on the Cardinals. Minus one to plus three with only 60%. So it's not like it's that huge of a split. Over under at 48 and a half, it looks like, with 100% of the money coming in on the over with the 50-50 split on the bets. Minus one to plus three. What the heck is all? Is Kyler actually hurt? Is there news that we don't know or something that I'm completely
1: forgetting? Because that's crazy. Well, when you have an AC joint sprain and you're a small-ish quarterback or even a big quarterback like Cam Newton, you are going to be very tentative to take on hits. And Kyler Murray, the the one of the best parts of his game is just running out of the pocket like, like just so quickly and taking on a hit or two, or at least potentially taking on a hit or two. He didn't do that against the Patriots because I think a worst-case scenario for Arizona is him taking a hit on his shoulder, but even worse, landing on his shoulder, or both. So... I think this line is appropriately set now. It didn't open appropriately, and I would still take the Rams. The Rams looked so bad last week, and I oh, I, I love taking quality teams coming off horrific losses because – they're a quality team. And that's those horrific losses are usually matchup dependent. For example, we knew San Francisco, you said it yourself, you said San Francisco might win this game. And I said, this is one of my favorite games. Like San Francisco is definitely covering this line because the matchup isn't good. And, and San Francisco was getting healthy. And honestly, Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. I believe his record is 4-0 at this point against Sean McVay. And we, we mentioned that matchup too last week. The Sean McVay's kryptonite, to the extent he has any, is a coach that's either equal to or better than him. And Kyle Shanahan fits in that category. So now... We don't have a coaching mismatch or we don't have equivalent coaching. Sean McVay is the superior coach and we have a quarterback with the Cardinals that is their complete and total spark plug that has a shoulder that don't, if he gets hurt and falls on that shoulder, like game over for Arizona. So I think it's going to be a conservative game plan. That's not going to suit the Cardinals very well. So give me the Rams.
0: I think they got you again. I think they got you against you. I don't know. I I agree with you. I love the, you know, quality teams coming off of a loss, especially a loss like that. But literally both of these teams are coming off last second field goals. Now I would, I would say, and I think you would agree. The Rams are a just better overall team than the Cardinals are, but I wouldn't quite say the Cardinals are a bad team. I consider them quality. Not again, not to the point the Rams are, but I would definitely consider them quality. So I think it's kind of interesting. Again, coming off we we both called both both of those games, right? We both were like, "Yeah, pretty sure the Patriots are going to win this one." Definitely giving me the two points, but pretty sure the Patriots win this one. And then the same thing, you know, pretty sure the Rams uh, might might win. I thought the the Niners would win, and the Niners absolutely covered, not only also winning. So it's just interesting that there's a reason it opens minus one, and I I, I just. It feels too fishy to me, man. I wish we had a soundboard. That way every time it was fishy, I could like drop like chum in the water or or like have a shark sound or something. Cause I think that would be kind of fun. I hear people do that in the podcast game,
1: but it's just Michael Vinci for me. Michael, you're the you're the Win Daily podcast sort I, of like know, master I of ceremony. So you, you, I guess you need to work on that. I don't know where the soundboard is on this thing. So. <laughs> okay. um, I, first of all, I would never bet the Rams because I've lost so much value. If I, I'm losing <laughs> yeah. I'm losing four points and, mm-hmm. and, and now I have to bet against a key number. Like but but if I didn't know where the line opened and you're just you're just giving me the minus three and I know about the Kyler Murray injury then I'm, or what I think the Kyler Murray injury really is versus what people kind of think it is. Um, I would still take the Rams, but I can't bet this game because I've lost so much value.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's always something. And I, I appreciate you bringing that up as well. When the line moves that much, even if you did like the Rams and you still like the Rams, it's best to put your ball, you put your wallet back in your pocket, save it for another day. Uh, because yes, there there is a reason this line moved. There's a reason why there's reverse line movement. We don't know the whole story. That's why we just like speculating on it. It's kind of fun. It might be our jobs, but it's mostly for fun. And it's just something to pay attention to. I probably lean Cardinals here, honestly. I'm not going to put my money on this game, as you said. We don't really know what the heck's going on with Kyler Murray, but there's something about it. There's a reason why the Cardinals open minus one. And sometimes there is, and it's a bad reason, but there's still a reason. I'm interested what that reason is. And Hey, maybe Kyler Murray's better than we thought. Maybe the reason he didn't run so much was because Bill Belichick is smarter than Cliff Kingsbury. I think we all can agree upon that. Not as good looking, but definitely smarter. Uh, so I think that's just something to pay attention to, but uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I'll lean Cardinals. Not going to put my money on this game. That's a little too much for me.
1: Hey, looking in the comments, Josh wants us oh. to talk about the Washington football team, but, but just hold that thought because we're going to talk Where about them in, in three games.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, we did, we just go through the games, Josh, they're Monday, dude. Uh, come on you've watched the show before i'm not gonna just skip to monday you're crazy man <laughs> i appreciate it though appreciate you watching actually i'm gonna wait this entire time it means you're still watching with us so we appreciate the heck out of you josh thanks for hanging out and oh i also see johnny down here thoughts on chargers oh i thought it was charger and i thought you were talking about manscaped manscaped.com promo code windaily i don't know if you're into it chargers usb usb charger Plug it into your laptop. Um, I think we get to the Chargers a little bit later, though. Yeah. Yeah. Get, two games. Yeah, a couple games. Uh, let's talk about my Giants plus 10 on the road in Seattle over under of 47 and a half. That's come down to 46. My goodness, this line is plus 10 for the Giants, minus 10, obviously, for the Seahawks. 95% of the money is coming in on the Seahawks. Hasn't budged a bit. Man, I watched Colt McCoy play quarterback last week. And it was bad. It was really, really bad. Now, granted, it's coming in in the middle of a game. You don't really know what's going to happen. So like, OK, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But six of 10 for 34 yards. I don't even know how the hell you do that. That's just like, that's just insane. Like, how is that even possible? But we're here. See it, talk to me.
1: Minus well, 10 to the Seahawks. I mean, he was kind of on like protect the lead mode. I think like, that's don't true. screw yeah. it up. Just get, and... for, get a couple first downs and we'll win the game. That's essentially almost still lost it, but we'll see. And I can tell you that, you know, as a Washington fan, I followed Colt McCoy quite a bit because he was the backup quarterback. He got his opportunities, and then yeah. unfortunately for him, every time he got an opportunity, he would he would get hurt again. Yeah. You know, it was just like super bad luck. All, actually, all Washington quarterbacks have like incredibly bad luck when it comes to stuff like that. But I actually think Colt McCoy is decent. I mean, he's kind of getting up there now. But I think with the wide receiver core that he has, I think they'll be able to move the ball like better than people think. So I think 10 is too much. I mean, I, you know, I don't even like teasing this game because, you know, you're teasing it to a key number again. So I would take the Giants here plus 10. I think the Seahawks are going to be able to move the ball. They're going to be able to score, but I think Colt McCoy is going to be able to put up some points too. So this could easily be like a, a like a 27 to 17 or 27 to 20 type game, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Giants defense is solid.
0: Um, still more, the, the the more the season goes on, surprisingly, they still haven't like sucked yet outside of like a couple games in the beginning of the year, they actually have looked good. And we were all praising Russell Wilson. We thought he was God's gift to earth, which I love him, Mr. Unlimited. Like, I think he's great. Hasn't really been that, you know, 400-yard, five-touchdown-a-game guy as we were seeing those first five or six games of the year. He's been good. Don't get me wrong. He's still been great. I mean, obviously, we all watched that Monday night game with, uh, you know, well, that was pretty much just DK Metcalf, just like, putting his his hand into Darius face, uh, Slay's face the whole time, which was awesome, by the way. I loved every second of that. We did have that one too. We had the Eagles covering that game, so that was pretty funny. But it's uh, I don't bet the Giants. I try not to. Uh, I, I have too many emotions running on this game. I don't need to put money on it as well. Ten seems like a lot, but man, like just watching Colt McCoy... Oh, he looks so bad. And Wayne Gallman, while he's getting touchdowns, I mean, 20 rushes for 84 yards isn't really going to do it. So it's frustrating, man. But I don't know.
1: I mean, 2484 is not terrible, by the way. It's not it's good, though. That's well, it's over, good. it's over four yards of carry. When, when you think not good, you're thinking like 3.3, 3.5, 3.6. Like, it's not it's not terrible. And against Seattle, listen, one thing that I forgot to mention was Carlos Dunlap got an MRI on his foot on Mm -hmm. Tuesday. I haven't heard any results. You know, it's Wednesday night now. I haven't heard any results. I've looked. I haven't seen anything. So he could possibly be sitting out. And that's a big deal because he really helped that pass rush out. So that gives Colt McCoy potentially an extra half a second or a second in the pocket to find Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, Evan Ingram. Um, Maybe Slayton will come out of the woodwork if he gets enough time. So they have plenty of weapons. I mean, forget about Goldman. Goldman's okay. You know, he's serviceable, but if he can get some time to pass against the Seattle defense, like they're gonna be, they're not gonna win, but they're gonna be okay. They could lose by four, they could lose by seven, eight, nine points easily.
0: First place New York Giants, four and seven. Damn. It doesn't it as I was saying on the show, man. I'm in the best of both worlds. Do you want a top ten pick or do you want the playoffs? Well, you're gonna get one of them. So I'm for it and we'll see what happens. Well it's gonna well, it's be
1: funny. It's funny because in May, one of our three like big, you know well, at least one of my, and I yep. think we all share, yeah, we all share this, was you know one of the three bets was take the Giants under six and a half, mm-hmm. which it's interesting because that probably comes in, might come in, and they still might win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. So you, you you could potentially like cash either way as NFC East champion, which you'd cash big time because it was probably like nine or ten to one. And then the under on, on the six and a half, but that's Man. crazy that that's even a possibility.
0: Show me the guy that has both of those tickets, and I I will show you a king. That is that is incredible. Um, it is uh, it's in, it's so crazy. Yes, Carlos Dunlap. That's actually a good point. They he since we we kind of like said it when they got traded. Like oh, Carlos Dunlap got traded. Like that's kind of cool. Like literally any pass rush will help. He's been pretty good this year. Um I mean I don't think like his sack numbers are, you know, out of this world, but the if you watch the games, he's been getting pressure. He got a couple sacks on Carson Wentz, but shit, see, I think you and I have a couple sacks on Carson Wentz since we started the show. So it's you know it's pretty impressive and Jamal Adams coming back as well. I'm real curious to see what he does to the Giants offensive line cuz he's been an animal. Uh people make fun of him for not being the best cover cover safety, but you're not going to find anyone else that does what he does at the line of scrimmage like he does it, which is a lot of fun. So we'll see um I hope the Giants cover at this point. Like I just hope all the NFC East just loses out in any way, shape or form. The Giants get four wins. They win the division and we can all laugh. We will all laugh. And then the Giants will beat the Rams in the playoffs. Let me just say that. I, whoever comes out of the NFC East, I will put money on in that first round of the playoffs because I am confident they will win. I don't know why. It's just a weird football thing we got going. So far.
1: I don't think it's a terrible take. I think any, and remember the NFC East team is, it's I a home game
0: too. That's that, well. I mean, home right? games. What, well, what does yeah, that mean? But it's
1: less travel. Like, I don't know. Just some, it
0: helps a little bit. Like sleep in your own bed. I don't
1: know. I don't <laughs> know. Something. I think Washington can beat a lot of good teams with their defense, frankly. Yeah. And Alex Smith is serviceable, and they've got a. And this will go into Josh's question, but we'll talk about that in a couple games. But that NFC East, like I know, some people want to get the higher draft pick, but I'm never really in that camp, especially coming from a guy that. Has watched Washington consistently miss the playoffs for you know decades in a row. I mean, we've had a couple here and there, mind you, but I, I just want to see them in the playoffs. I just yes. want that sort of fanfare where it's like, oh, the playoffs are starting this weekend, and Washington is a part of it. You can laugh all you want, but they got a shot to win against the, a, a team like the Rams or Arizona. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not likely, but it's it's certainly possible. And then all of a sudden, you're relevant again. So yeah,
0: I, I mean, it's just cool. Think about it; like you're in the playoffs. You win a couple games, you're in the Super Bowl, right? Like it's we've seen teams go on run. I literally saw it with the Giants. They were nine and seven. They end up winning the Super Bowl. Obviously, I don't know if you guys saw eighteen and one <laughs> or eighteen and whatever. I don't know what it was, but it's just you get hot at the right time, man. Anything's possible. So why why not me? I, I remember the Giants got into the playoffs a couple years ago. I was feeling pretty good until Aaron Rodgers threw that Hail Mary at the end of the half. I'll be honest. It's feeling pretty Mm -hmm. darn good. So uh, anyway, we'll move on to another NFC East team that sucks. We have the Eagles traveling to Lambeau. Started at minus six and a half to the Packers. That has moved up to eight and a half with about two thirds of the money coming in on the Eagles. So again, a little extra reverse line movement. And for more reverse line movement, we have an over under started at 48 and a half down to 46 and a half, 47, depending on your book with 90% of the money coming in on the over that line has moved down by one and a half to two points. Packers are good. Eagles are bad. Perfect spot. Perfect spot for the Eagles to cover again. Eight and a half. That's a lot of points.
1: Yeah, this one's really, really tough. This is definitely a stay away for me. I I gotta be honest though. if, If I have to pick a side here, I just think Carson Wentz looks so bad. And mm-hmm. I think that offensive line is just in, is such a disaster right now. I hate I hate not getting the value. Like, this is my, my hang-up here. If I was getting it at six and a half, you know, that's great. But I'm getting it at eight and a half or nine now, and that's that's not so great. This would be – go ahead.
0: This is – I think you're yeah. going to say – I'll let you say it. I'm sorry. I'll let you this say it. Is, I knew
1: you were going to – I got all excited. We are simpatico, my friend, because this is the second leg of the tease with the Raiders. Yep. You do just to just to be super comfortable because that Raiders line, I think is what was it, seven and a half or eight. Um, you do a seven point tease, which you're going to have to pay a little bit of extra juice on. It'll be like like around one point eight to one. And uh, yeah, you get this down to one and a half and you get that uh, Raiders game against a winless Jets team down to one. I'm not going to say it's like a super lock or anything. You never know. It's the NFL. But I, I like my chances on that one. I love it.
0: Yeah. That when, when I saw this and once I started hearing you talk about value and yeah, I just knew you were going there. And honestly, I think it is a lock. So I think we all take it. Six point, seven point T's this game, seven point T's the Raiders game. Let's all win money. Everybody let's all win money. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I just don't know this Eagles team. Like I think the only reason they didn't get blown out was because Seattle was kind of incompetent on Monday night, right? They right. couldn't get that fourth down to, to score the touchdown. They, they, Go for it on fourth down again and don't get it if I'm not mistaken. Like just done like too many dumb things. Just like you just put points up. Carson Wentz and that offense, they're completely incapable. I don't know what the hell Doug Peterson's doing. We talk about how, oh, Jalen Hurts looks like he's gonna get some snaps. So he gets two snaps. One of them's a false start because, you know, he's not really in tune with his offensive line. The second one was a pass for seven yards, immediately gets taken out of the game. It's third and seven. And surprise, Carson Wentz gets sacked. It's just like (laughs) I love how right you are about, yeah, Doug Peterson kind of sucks at being a head coach. Like, he's not very good. It's very clear. One of my best friends, huge Eagles fan, he has been the biggest Carson Wentz apologist. I texted him the other night. I was like, dude, he doesn't even look like he wants to be there. His body language screams, yeah. just get me the frig out of Philadelphia, which can't really blame him. But he's like, yeah, man, I, I honestly don't know what the hell's going on. This
1: is just ridiculous. It's sad. And
0: I don't know, man. Carson he's, Wentz, three more years of at
1: least... Yeah, he's got zero confidence, and, and it's somewhat understandable. You're you're yep. injured now. You're less mobile, and you have a terrible offensive line, so I, I kind of get it, but you have enough weapons where you would think he'd be able to chuck it around a little bit, and he's like, Fulgham, Rager, like – Alshon's kind of whatever, but you got Goddard. Now Ertz is coming back. He's going to be off IR. So Ertz is actually going to be a part of this game. Maybe Mm -hmm. that factors in because honestly, Ertz, if there's one guy that Wentz has confidence with, it's definitely Zach Ertz, which would give me some hesitation in taking the eight and a half here. I would
0: have agreed with you before this year. Ertz has looked terrible and they don't, excuse me, seem to have chemistry. Obviously Ertz has been out for a while, but even like from the get-go, it looked like Goddard felt like, his guy right Mm -hmm. and even richard rogers has i mean i bring him up as a kind of a joke every time we talk about the eagles dude just keeps catching balls and getting you know he scored a touchdown obviously that was a little fluky but still counts in the stat book so i don't know man it's it's weird it's crazy and i'm a hundred percent here for it give me the packers in that tease we'll make some money together and i am totally for it by the Um, way
1: richard rogers cost uh, a better at the MGM $500,000 who had the bad number. He had the mm-hmm. minus six and a half in that game. And I cannot imagine how I would have felt if I had like that type of money on the game and uh, a, a Hail Mary that I didn't even see coming because I thought they would like wait to play or something. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, I, maybe I wasn't paying attention, but to have it tipped and then fall into like a tight end catches it one handed and you lose. And by the way, the coach decides to go for two because it's an analytics play and you know, I wouldn't have done it, but it's an analytics play. So they they got the two point, like they just like let miles Sanders in the end zone. So, Oh man, talk about tilt. That would be just horrifying. There are,
0: there are bad beats. And then there's that, uh, it's, it is, it's honestly insane. And Hey, we were on the right side of history. We both had the Eagles plus six and a half. So and Capra Steve did as well. He was very happy because he was heavy on the Eagles at plus six and a half. So once that those clocks hit zeros, the uh the the sports betting chat over there and in our instant messenger sports chat was uh, It was awesome seeing how happy he was because, yeah, he just won, like, I don't know, like five grand because that happened. so That's amazing. You got to love it, man. You got to love six and a half. That is too funny. um We will move on. Who was asking about the Chargers before? Johnny Vo. Johnny Vo. What's up, buddy? We got the Chargers here for you. Patriots traveling to Los Angeles. Patriots plus one, plus one and a half, started at one and a half. It's now plus one on the road in L.A. Over-under started at 49. It's down to... Around 47, let's call it. Most of the money's coming in on the under. Most of the money's split on the spread. Sia, how does Anthony Lynn
1: ruin this bet for you? Talk to me. I he mean, keeps doing it to you. So I'm just curious. How does he do it this week? It's funny that we just went from Doug Peterson to Anthony Lynn because yep, both two of those favorites. just, wow. Um, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, I'm I'm on the Patriots. So I, give me the Patriots plus anything against the Chargers because it is Anthony Lynn. Clearly the Chargers have more talent. But it's funny how when Eckler comes back, they decide, oh, we're going to like, I I can like picture Anthony Lynn in his office being like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're going to lean on our guy. Like, that's our guy. That's our rock. Or like whatever ism he decides to use with his star running back coming back. And meanwhile, they could have just passed all over that team. I mean, they they did it the week before and the game plan was awful. And what they did to not cover the spread by giving it to Eckler with no timeouts on the goal line was awful. It's just a complete joke. And I got to think these players are starting to talk. To people in management or to themselves or whatever, wherever, whatever platform they're going to use. Because at this point, he's really costing them like these guys are putting their like limbs on the line. And Anthony Lynn is consistently making for years now, has consistently made poor decisions that your average Joe can like be like, Oh, wait, what, what are you doing? Like, that's not right. Like, Mm and, and normally like average Joe guy, which is sometimes us, like, I'm not trying to be like, whatever is sometimes that guy's wrong. But like, when it comes to Anthony Lynn, they're always right. Yeah. Anthony Lynn is always wrong. It's amazing how you can be wrong at such a rate. It's, it's really like uh, he finds new ways to be wrong. And I'm like, oh, I thought he exhausted all of the ridiculousness, but no, here we are. Give me, that's my analysis. Yeah. I'm not even 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 talking about the teams. Give me the Patriots. I, I'm That's
0: 100% with you. I'm 100% with you. We were on the Patriots last week when the, uh, we saw the Cardinals. Bill Belichick makes young coaches and dumb coaches look even dumber. And you know what? Shout out, Anthony Lynn. I'm sure you're a really nice guy. I'd love to drink a six-pack with you. Yeah, love super. to walk next to you while you hit some golf balls on a golf course. Let me drive the cart. But my friend, you are a terrible, terrible NFL head coach, and it is hysterical. <laughs> and you get Sia every single time i think last week you were on the chargers actually plus five and a half and And so that touchdown right that touchdown actually would have got you again so i think that's like four weeks in a row you've been on the chargers and they continuously let you down they continuously let
1: you down. It's funny, though. First of all, I don't think it's been that many weeks in a row because I, I do, I frankly, hate Anthony Lynn. But you might be right. You might be in the ballpark. Maybe it's three out of four. But think, honestly, like that. the amount of time since week one that we've talked about Anthony Lynn, and by the way, it's been since before the season because I was on Anthony Lynn yeah. last season, and I mentioned that on whether it was serious or on this show. Like I was hoping that like we had the time or that maybe I had the time to go back into all our live streams and like, put a montage together of every single week me like trashing Anthony Lynn just... Just so people knew like that we were ahead of the curve on that, like just for my own self gratification. But yeah, it's that's going to take too much time. But he's garbage and we can move on. All of these videos
0: are on YouTube. When I got
1: I got to find the spot, you know, when
0: he gets fired, you have a job, you have a wife, you have kids. I don't even have insurance. I'll, I'll go do it. Don't worry. Yes. When he gets fired, I will personally pay somebody to go back and find all the spots where you make fun of Anthony Lynn and we will make that montage. We'll set it to like arms of an angel or something by Sarah McLaughlin, I think. And and we'll put that out onto the internet. And I think we hit it big, man. I think that's how we get viral. That's how everybody finds out about this show specifically. And that is how we get famous. Then Beason comes calling, and we give them a no because we're here at Windy. We love Windy. <laughs> How's that? Sound?
1: I, I just can't believe you know who Sarah McLaughlin is. Oh uh, like, yeah, 14? she. It's the
0: it's the sad dog song though. Everybody she,
1: knows the sad dog song. Your grandmother? Oh, that's true. Your grandmother. Yeah. A lot
0: no my grandma listened my my grandma is literally from italy I, I don't think she even knows what a sad dog is she probably ate dogs i love you grandma but like you know it is it was <laughs> times were different back then man what are you gonna do but um no come on everybody knows that song it's the sad dogs and then they want you to donate a cup of coffee a day it's like dogs don't even drink coffee lady what are you talking about it's like a whole thing it's christmas see <laughs> eat a lot it's, i don't really have much else
1: that's than amazing that. i yeah, watched yeah, I watch
0: a lot of Hallmark around Christmas time. What do you want from me? I'm I'm a sucker for those Christmas movies. Wow. I agree with you. Patriots plus, honestly, shit, man. Oh, can we tease the Patriots to minus three or minus two and a half to get some of that juice back?
1: Oh, uh, I mean huh? the Patriots. that's what i'm saying give me some of that juice back yeah we're still talking about cam newton though like i I, like if i'm going to tease something i gotta i gotta be a little bit more confident
0: Uh, let me just say eight uh nine of 18 for 81 yards i think in two picks cam newton so just as bad as taysom hill so pick your poison taysom hill or cam newton um all right let's move on we don't need to talk about that anymore so We actually have a bunch of games left because this Monday night and Tuesday night thing is starting to get crazy. Uh, Let's move. This is the Sunday night game. So we have the Broncos Chiefs. Chiefs favored by 14 and a half. 90% of the money is coming in. Line started at 13 and a half, bumped up to 14. I guess the bookmaker said, hey, give us that number just in case. Over under of 50 and a half. That line is sticking at 50 and a half. All the money's coming in on the over. The Broncos will have a quarterback this week. Chiefs minus 14. I don't know. That seems like too many points, right?
1: Yeah, probably too many points. I, 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 this, this one, like I do like a lot of these lines, but, and I, but I have said like, I'm going to stay away from at least like three or four of these games. And this is one of them. It's just, I I don't know what to expect out of the Broncos offensively. Uh, I know the chiefs are going to put up 27, 30 points. I just don't know where the Broncos are going to be. If I had to take it, I actually think I'd take the chiefs, believe it or not, but this is a stay away for me chiefs seem to take their foot off the gas they seem to uh, what's that first half
0: line maybe that's what i want to take if that's six and a half seven seven and a half somewhere around there that's probably what i would take because they should have beat the the bucks by like 30 what the hell were they doing they take how do you put up 450 passing yards another 50 something on the ground 60 70 yards on the ground and only put up 27 points i know they kind of They had that goal line stop where Travis Kelsey threw the ball to Patrick Mahomes. Let's not get cute guys. Let Patrick Mahomes throw the ball to (laughs) Travis Kelsey. Like stop being stupid. And then they had that McCole Hardman drop that 80 yard touchdown pass. That would have been sweet. He drops that. So it's weird, man. 14 is just too many points. They are a professional football team, but I'm not going to touch this game. It's too many points for me.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I like it. Uh, Casey, Mike, speaking of beer, what is your beer of choice? So my green koozie is my master's koozie, as you should already know. And uh, Founders, all day. Sponsor the pod. Maybe we can get a second sponsor. Love Founders. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, folks. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. All did you right.
1: Just, did you just come up with that? or is No, that no. Like, okay.
0: It's not. It's just like a college thing, right? How do you day drink? Well, you have to start in the morning, right? But um, college was fun, man. College was fun. Let's move on. The first of two Monday night games. Now, I just want to say this right now. So we have the Washington football team going to Pittsburgh so the Steelers at least get to stay at home, but man, they do pretty much. I don't want to say nothing wrong, but they do nothing wrong in this situation. And they just get completely dicked in terms of the schedule. <laughs> they go from having a Thanksgiving night game to a, a Sunday at one fifteen game because NBC had to be different. Then it got pushed to Monday night. Then it got pushed to Wednesday at three 40. Like again, yeah, the Steelers had some positive tests. They didn't have their entire team test positive. And then because of that, then their next game then has to get pushed to Monday at 5 o'clock. Like, what the hell, man? Like, I don't care that much. It's just saying, like, Steelers got dicked in this whole situation, which just kind of sucks for them. I think they'll be end up being fine. They didn't cover today, which you and I were right about. Shout out, RG3. But talk to me about this. Line opened at minus 11 to the Steelers. It has come down to 10-9, depending on the book. 10-9, 9.5, depending on the book you're looking at. Most of the money's actually coming in on the football club, over uh, around 70%. Do you think they cover?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, man, I wish I got this at 10, but yeah, the, the spot that the Steelers are in is really tough. I don't have to repeat what you just said. It's just a really tough spot for them. Washington has a lot of momentum. They're, they're, On offense, they're clicking pretty well. I mean, I'm not even talking about Alex Smith as much as I'm talking about Antonio Gibson. So, you know, you have to respect the running attack. And then you have, you know, Alex Smith and McLaurin and Cam Sims. Well, he didn't have any catches last week. But, you know, um, who is it? Logan Thomas, of course. So I think they have enough to cover this line. And honestly, one thing... We should probably mention it. it looks like Bud Dupree, their, their edge yeah. rusher, tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. So that's another man down. Obviously, they're going to be a little bit more worn than the, the Washington football team. God, man, that's hard to say, man. I want to say the R word, and I'm like, ah. Um,
0: uh, we already have people in the chat talking about that. No? Yeah, not today, see you, not today.
1: But the the point is, is eight and a half is too much. If this was seven, I'd be like, ah, oh, maybe a stay away, you know. But I'd still probably take Washington. So eight and a half, nine, if you can get it there, I think this is a smart bet for Washington.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, Josh actually said it should happens in COVID NFL. Yeah. Shit happens in 2020, man. That's just kind of where we are at this point. Like the Washington football club literally played a week ago, right? They played Thanksgiving at like four o'clock. So they get an extra six days of rest on top of everything. They knew they were playing the Steelers the whole time. That part didn't right. change the Steelers have then had granted they had extra time to prepare for the Ravens, but come on, obviously we all kind of know, like it is just crazy. It's, it is what it is at this point, right in a vacuum. There's really not much you can do about it. I'm just saying, but yeah, I I think again, I'm not confident in it, but I would not be surprised if the Steelers lay an absolute egg here and the football club wins like a 17, 14 game. Now I'm not actually going to put money on it. They're not going to be in my dog parlay at all. Maybe they are, but it's crazy, man. Like, that's it's like the perfect situation for the Steelers to finally lose a game, especially one they shouldn't. I think uh the statistic, them as double digit favorites, they've only covered the spread once, I think, and, or maybe twice. And one of them was this year when they played the Jags as like 13 and a half, 14 point favorites. So I don't think they cover. Would have been sweet at 11, as you said, but. I don't know, man. That situation.
1: That situation. And, and b- by the way, you know Pittsburgh didn't look that. I mean, I knew Ben no. threw it threw it a ton today, but they didn't look that good. And, and that was without the Ravens having some of their like best yeah. well, three out of the four defensive linemen so imagine washington coming in with a much better pass rush now the ravens were still able to get to mm-hmm. ben somehow so now you, you have washington that's going to get there way faster which which makes their back end a lot you know a lot better and it was weird how they couldn't scheme maybe some like shorter quicker crossing routes for you know your jujus and your deontes and um chase claypool so I don't know, man. I think I think Washington actually thinks they can probably win this game. I'm not saying they are either, but if by the way, if they win this game, to answer Josh's earlier question from like an hour ago, I actually think. Well, okay, if they win this game, I think they're winning the NFC East. But I think it's really because the question was, you know, who do you think is going to win the NFC East? What do you think Washington's chances are? I think it's between the Giants and Washington at this point. I think Dallas is just gone to bed. And I don't think uh, the Eagles can recover either. Obviously they can, they're they're half a game behind, but I think that the two best teams right now happen to be in terms of how they're playing, happen to be Washington and the Giants.
0: What a world, man. What a freaking Crazy. world we live in. I love it's it. So I'm, I'm here for it. I'm 100% here for it. Give me a 5 and 11 team from the NFC East going into the playoffs. I think it would be awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely think the skins cover again. Would not be surprised at all if they end up taking this win away. Don't really know why they're such heavy dogs too right like yeah they've lost some games but they've at least lost them close ever since Dwayne Haskins was finally put to rest like we don't have to see him play anymore like Alex Smith has been very competent and very capable Antonio Gibson as you said starting to come out of his shell they're starting to free him up And JD McKissick is still catching like I mean I, I don't think he did as much on Thanksgiving but feels like he's been catching like eight balls out of the backfield for like 60 yards every single game so they're still moving the ball and the defense is solid that defense is really solid. So it's just kind of crazy to me that they even opened up as 11 point dogs.
1: And, and keep in mind, well, the part of the reason is because it, it, when you look at the Steelers record, there's a zero associated with it. Like they're That's undefeated. True. So they're going to get that respect, but keep in mind. So it's Bud Free, He's going to be out. Mm-hmm. And Devin Bush has been out for the last like six yep. games, which, which I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, there's been a, a couple games where obviously today that they, they, they did well against the run, but, Prior to playing Jacksonville, they were allowing almost five yards a carry per run. So, Washington's clearly going to try to establish the run. And I think they're probably going to be relatively successful. And so, this could come down to the fourth quarter. And if it comes down to the fourth quarter, I like the eight and a half uh, chances.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it should be fun. We will see. It should be fun. Um, all right. For our second Monday night football game again everybody out there windailysports.com sports.com backslash chat you can come hang out with us in our expert discord chat which is really just instant messenger for sports where we help you win money man i love that description it's so much easier we have the bills traveling to san francisco bills opened as minus two and a half favorites that line has come down to minus one with pretty much 50 50 split on the bets 50 50 split almost okay the line it literally just moved while i'm looking at it, it is 50-50 exactly on the bets currently uh, on the handle. I apologize. And it started at 48 for the total and it looks like it's sticking there with a little bit more money coming in on that over bills minus one on the road in San Francisco. Oh, oh, no, it's not in San Francisco. It's in the dome. We are in Arizona. The Arizona 49ers. Give me an extra dome game <laughs> for Stefan Diggs. Let's go. That's a fun stack right there. So talk to me about the game. And then tell me at the DFS side of it.
1: Well, speaking of receivers, so Brandon Ayuk comes off IR too. So you're yep. going to have Ayuk and Debo Samuel. And De- r- Debo looked full great
0: health. last week.
1: Debo's an excellent wide receiver. Uh, this is one of my favorite bets of the week again, and it's on the same team. Yes, I know it's Nick Mullins, Yeah, but this is such a good spot for the 49ers. The One fear I do have, like the Bills defense, you can carve them up a little bit, but it, it looks like Milano might've come off IR like today or he comes he's off. He's been team. on and
0: off all year, it seems like I have no idea anymore. He's pretty
1: good. If he plays he's at, good, yeah. That that that's a factor there. But I I love the 49ers. I think we talked about it last week. This is a team, you know, I was talking about like my insiders, right? Um this is a team that thinks they can make the playoffs and they needed that win against the Rams. Now they have plenty of momentum. You saw Richard Sherman was back. So that defense outside of like your Bosa's and some of the guys they lost for the year is at relative full strength. They've got their running backs back in Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Debo, and I, the only thing that can screw up this cover for them or the flat out win is if Nick Mullins has a bad game, which is entirely possible. But again, he's, he's starting to get comfortable. He's got another week under his belt. It's a Kyle Shanahan offense I, I I think uh, Josh Allen's going to find some trouble here. And I think the, the Niners win. I, I love it.
0: Wish we got it at two and a half or or one and a half, wherever it opened. Uh, looks like you could have had it at two and a half. You can still get it at one and a half. It looks like on DraftKings, looks like it's down to one places like points bet. But man, I will say the last time the 49ers played in Arizona, we had the hail Murray. So, or I'm sorry, the uh, last time the bills played in Arizona, we had the hail Murray. So we'll see if that comes back to haunt them at all. Yeah, man. I mean, this game is going to be fun. I'm curious why the over under is so low, 48. I mean, I mean, yes, the 49ers' defense is okay. It's not what it was in the beginning of the year. It's solid. The Bills' defense kind of sucks. I wouldn't be surprised if this turns into a total shootout, right? Like that sounds like fun. Give me that. Well,
1: it, but but the the over unders the total speaks to probably how the Niners are going to s- establish the run. I, I think they're not going to they're not going to put it in Nick Mullen's hands if they don't have to. So I Nick's think you're going nice. to see a lot of like. Just underneath stuff, you know, wide receiver screens, like quick crossing routes to Debo and, and Brennan Ayuk. And then it's the Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson show. So I think there's going to be a lot of like kind of longer drives. With that said, I think I kind of like the over two because I think San Francisco is going to be able to move the ball in the Bills whether Josh Allen's having a good or bad game, they can always move the ball. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like the over. And like you said, with, I think you might've mentioned DFS, this is definitely going to be a sneaky DFS game. I always say sneaky because most of the DFS games we like are like in the mid fifties from a total mm-hmm. standpoint.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's some plays here. Maybe not a full stack. I don't think you're grabbing. I mean, maybe if you want Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs and then run it back with Mostert or Debo on the other side, maybe even Ayuk. Um, do we know when Greg Kittle comes back? He's been out for a while. <laughs> I don't
1: know who Greg Kittle
0: is. All right. All right. When does George Kittle come back?
1: <laughs> uh, I, well, he says he's coming back sooner rather than later, whatever that means. I'd give him at least another couple weeks. Okay. I don't think he's going to play. Certainly not playing this week. I don't think he's going to play next week. Um, I would say him coming back in that third game from right now is, is probable.
0: It's something, man. Niners definitely have a shot. They 100% have a shot to still make it to the playoffs because especially beating the Rams, that's one of their main competition. The Cardinals lose. You already think the Cardinals are going to lose again this week. I wouldn't be surprised. Like It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, I think. And again, that extra playoff spot. We can't get four teams out of one division. I mean, like mathematically, it's possible. And when you kind of take out an entire division in the a- NFC East, and everybody but the Packers on the NFC North it's really literally just comes down to the NFC West and the Bucks and Saints so I don't know like it it, three teams are coming out of the West in some capacity it just depends on which ones I don't know
1: I guess you could make an argument that the Bucks could implode because Bruce Arians is a terrible coach
0: uh, I think their schedule is pretty easy going forward. I don't know what it, it is. is off the top of my head. So no, it I, I'm is. it's It's very easy but,
1: going forward. I'm just saying, in yeah. theory, the Bucks could implode. If they lose another one to a, a, a bad team, all of a sudden things start unraveling. It's true.
0: I'd be here for it, honestly. Well, um, uh, your bet, though. I want your bet. I want your bet. I want you to win that bet. All they have to do is make the playoffs. They can lose first round. How about that for you, Sia? For you. Um, Let's go on. Last game of the night. Thank you so much to everybody that's been hanging out with us. Thanks for everybody in the chat. Casey, John, Josh, Joe, S guy. What's up? Austin. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us, listening and helping and hopefully making some money. Last game of the night. I guess we have a line for it. We'll see what happens. We have the Cowboys and the Ravens. Ravens open as minus seven and a half favorites. That line's actually come down a little bit. I'm seeing on Fanduel it's seven on point bets it's seven six and a half, all the money is coming in on the Ravens right now. Uh, literally over ninety percent of the money is coming in. It looks like so technically today J uh, K Dobbins and Mark and Andrew or um, uh, Mark Ingram both were off the COVID list but were inactive. I'm assuming to either not feeling so great or conditioning. That's kind of like the only thing I think we can assume from that. So they never even traveled to Pittsburgh. That's out. Mark Andrews will still be on the list Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. But because this game got moved from Monday to Tuesday, Lamar Jackson is able to come off. So love you, NFL. Love you so much. Uh, So minus seven. We'll go with the current number. Minus seven. Um, Just to make it difficult, we'll we'll give it that key number rather than six and a half. Minus seven. Ravens. They need to win now. If they don't win now, I mean, they're... I'm not going to say they're not going to make the playoffs, but... Six and six, they're pretty much the Patriots at that point. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, I like the Ravens, but it, it's sort of contingent upon making sure that the defensive backs are healthy because a couple of yep. them left this game. Yes, and yes. so if, if they're not playing, then I mean, it, the Cowboys still have you know, three really, really quality receivers and, and a decent enough tight end and a pass catching running back. So if the Ravens defense is relatively healthy, like let's say they're missing like one of those DBs, but their complete defensive line is back and linebackers. I would say, yeah, give me the Ravens. Um, if we're missing a couple guys, especially from that secondary, I think they're gonna have a hard time covering this spread. I think they'll win, but I think they'll win by three or four and it'll be a close game throughout.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys though, lose Martin. I think he's done for the year. They That's lose right. cam Irving? Irving or cam Fleming. I always get them mixed. I don't know why. I think they're both just bad, right? Tackles. That's probably yeah. why. Uh, Irving so they lost Irving. Thank you. So they lose more of their offensive line. Didn't know that was even possible at this point. Zeke looks bad still. Granted that was an insane front, but I think again the Baltimore Ravens front as you said if everybody's back it's pretty damn good too. I don't know, man. Like I think the Ravens have to show out in this kind of game. I think they have to I know we don't get style points in the NFL, but like public perception says like yo you guys should win this game by two touchdowns. Go out and win this game by at least two touchdowns. So mm-hmm. I would like to put my money on the Ravens. I will agree with you. Let's wait and let's see. I think Humphreys and Marcus Peters will be okay. I think neither of them got hurt. I actually don't know who was the guy. That, someone tweaked their groin today. Can't remember exactly who it was. Who was that?
1: Well, I thought Marcus Peters left the game briefly, but I, I, I know who no, you're that was. About.
0: That was Pride. Marcus
1: Peters left the game because <laughs> of Pride, because
0: Benny Snell put his face into the ground. That's all that was.
1: Yeah, that's probably what it was.
0: <laughs> I actually don't know what it was. I, I probably stopped watching at that point, but hopefully he's okay. But yeah, somebody tweaked their groin. Can't remember exactly who it was, uh, but yeah, man, they, they need to win this game and they need to win it by more than seven, I think, because if they don't, Cowboys are bad. We just watch the Washington Football Club run the score up on him. But again, going back to what we were talking about before with the football club and the Steelers, the Ravens don't really have that much time. Now, granted, they get at least till Tuesday, so they get an extra day if that means anything, right. but it's still really not that much time. Dallas has had all this time to smash as many watermelons as they want. So there's
1: a lot lot of shit going
0: on. I don't know. I'll lean with you. We'll wait to see what everything.
1: Yeah, we'll wait. But you know, the Cowboys technically have something to play for too. I mean, they gotta love it, man. I'm just saying like, they're not, they're clearly not out of it. ah,
0: 2020 NFC East baby. This will go down in history. And I love every second of it. So again, thank you to everybody in the chat. Oh, I missed one. Oh, Casey. Thank you. Casey likes my beer. I have some more in the fridge, Casey. So if you're ever in, uh, Bridgewater, New Jersey. Come on down, then. I'd love to Casey's hang out.
1: Casey's a cool dude, man. Hey, he's from yeah.
0: Cleveland. He's a friend of mine because I literally have friends that live in Cleveland. Actually, I'll give you my friend's address. Go drink with them. They just got a new house. It's right on the lake. Sweet place, man. Sweet. Place. Get he loves room. the lake. He loves. The, he was telling us about how awesome that lake is. Remember? I don't know.
1: I do remember that actually. So, I
0: don't know. They live on the lake. Just go hang out with them. Just got like ten inches of snow yesterday or some crazy shit. So uh, you gotta love it. But see ya. I love these shows, man. These are always so much fun. I appreciate that guy to you. A little long, but we had a blast. Thank you to Manscaped promo code win daily. You get 20% off and free shipping for your lawnmower 3.0. Casey likes lakes. I told you, I told you, I'm going to put that up. I'm going to let us go out with a bang <laughs> on that one. Um, See so ya. Yeah, where can everybody find you on the internet? Who doesn't like lakes though? I'm
1: You can find me, uh, by the way, seriously, like you should, everybody should buy the Manscaped thing the lawnmower whatever i don't know all the terminology it might put in the window
0: see see, it just got his so don't worry everybody he'll tell
1: you about his story my personal account that's right i forgot okay (sighs) the point is when you get to the end put in the window like promo code because that actually does help us out quite a bit also that 479 um listenership that has has gone up in the last i don't know what the time parameter was six months 12 months that's big so please subscribe on youtube please download the the podcast or at least subscribe on spotify Mm -hmm. and on on the on the apple Apple, store in the apple store um but yeah you can find me on twitter at cnajad i'm pretty active there so please come check me out and then on instagram i put some of my stuff up some of the stuff michael and i do and some of the other crazy stuff we do at cnajad sports on instagram cnajad
0: sports yes please uh Podcast numbers, YouTube, whatever. If you're listening to us, we really do appreciate it. We do this for you guys, and we we uh, we love doing it. We're going to keep doing it, whether no one listens, but it's a lot cooler when people do. We'll be very honest about that. Yes, one more time. Thank you to Manscaped's promo code WINDAILY for 20% off. You can find me at Raziel one You can find us at daily Sports. One more time for the people in the back, our instant messenger sports chat where we help you win money is sports.com backslash chat. Have you been saying that on Sirius more often? Oh yeah, you can listen to Sia and Jason. Saturday right up, nights, right. 11 to 1, Sirius XM, Fantasy um, Sports
1: Radio. I, I did mention it last week, yeah.
0: I like so. it. I like it. I think it's great. So all you olds out there, instant messenger sports chat where we help you make money. Sincerely though, we appreciate each and every one of you for Sia, for myself, for the rest of the Wind Daily Sports family. We hope you make it a very profitable week 13 of the NFL. Sports.